Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech News Podcast. Today we're talking with, I'm talking with Kieran Desmond from Apparel Works. How's it going, Kieran? Great, thanks. How are you? Good, thanks. Tell us a bit about what your company, Referral uh, Works, does. How to start it? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, Referral Works, we're a recruitment platform that supercharges recruitment by suggesting, matching, and assessing referred people to relevant jobs. So, our goal really is to make recruitment more rewarding, easy, and transparent for everyone. Uh, how it kind of works is a, pub- a recruiter publishes a job with us. So you might be, for example, in Facebook or McAfee and you're looking for a software developer. And we're up to 53% more cost effective for recruiters than using traditional methods alone. Uh, so you post a job, you have your different skills, experience and tags. And we match, uh, we basically enable people from around the world to refer people they know and trust for those jobs and we, we're like the technology in the middle that does all the matching and making sure that uh, everybody's above board and there's a good match yeah so that's uh, in a nutshell what we do and how long have you guys been going uh so originally the idea started in 2015 but uh, we've been around for about a year now so we started back in february 2016 um, it started, the idea itself started from kind of first-hand experience. I was up in Dublin, I was doing some consultation work in my consultancy business, and uh, a friend of her had moved, so she said, hey, look, uh, there's a role here, this position with a kind company, you know, will I, re- will I refer you for it? So I looked at the job, unfortunately I was contracted out at the time, so I couldn't take it. I was uh, sitting sitting in um, in the Docklands having a coffee with some friends. Uh, one of my friends is telling me about oh, about his life, you know, trials and tribulations. He's broke. He um, was stuck at home. He he's wanted to pay off debts with his masters, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, kind of a light bulb moment happened then, really, where I said, "Ah, Christian, you know, I have just a job for you. You know, you've got a finance background. This is a job that needs kind of finance and different bits." Do you want me to refer you for it? So then he said he nearly jumped over the table really for the opportunity. So I decided to refer him for the job. So I rang the company back that um, I was speaking to and I said, look, uh, sorry, I can't take the role myself. However, there's a really great guy I know. He's probably better fit than I am. Do you, do you mind if I refer him uh, to you? So I played matchmaker then for a couple of weeks. I was kind of back and forth and uh, I had set up... Um, I worked almost like an agent for Christian, so I, I had some up an interview. Um, he got hired, which is fantastic, and I had agreed a small kind of referral fee with him. So he was getting thousands of euros for like a week's work. So I said to him, "Look, would you pay a couple hundred quid for that opportunity?" And he agreed, which is great. Uh, but after the process, kind of after the time, it took about three or four months for me to get paid. It took me, you know, a couple of weeks. To do the whole referral process, it was very labor-intensive and manual work because you're phone calling people, you're emailing, you're back and forth to, the, to everyone. And I thought, you know, there has to be a better way to do this. I looked online, I looked at different platforms like LinkedIn and different things, and you could do it to a certain degree, but there's nothing quite what I was looking for. So that's where Referral Works was was born. Very interesting story in that you 
you, you sort of got the market and went in there. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's. I, I think it was. It came from my own frustration, which is always a good uh, place to start from. Yeah, and a, a lot of companies like this always always start. They're solving a problem that that's so obvious and simple. That, like for example, the guy who years ago invented the bat plug. No one thought about that as an invention, and then what you're doing is so simple and obvious. No one thought about it until it's been done. Yeah, there you go. Um, because when I actually dug further into it, like from my research, so what we did then in 2016 was um, I started speaking to a couple of companies. I spoke to people, for example, recruiters and Google and um, Accenture, as an example, different companies. And we started to look at the side of it from the recruiter. So I was looking at it at the beginning from the referrer side, which was interesting. Yeah. So there's lots of pain points there where you're not getting paid for, if you are getting a referral fee for six, eight, 12 months. Um, you have no visibility over what's happening, even if it's an internal referral, let alone a third party one or social one, very difficult to track. Um, so there are lots of pain points there, but inversely, as a recruiter, it's really difficult to get really good high quality candidates so if you're an SME, for example, in Ireland, uh, a very typical thing is to spend maybe 1,000 or 1,500 euros on ads, which run for a couple of weeks. You get a batch of 100 or 150 CVs into you, and you're spending weeks then trolling and going through all these CVs just so that you can shortlist and get down to maybe 10 or 15 people. The benefit of referrals then is that you have... Uh, Generally, uh, in top companies, one in five people are actually hired from uh, referrals, from referral pool. Problem is, though, is that only 6% of candidates overall are actually, um, uh, are actually referrals. So we're, our goal is to up those numbers drastically so that companies can take advantage of, I suppose, of the networks and... Um, and really get these, uh, these quality people in as well. A um, couple of other benefits is that, um, for example, referred people actually start working on average between 10 and 15 days sooner than people that come through career and job boards. Yeah. And that's a really huge, uh, that's a really great um, advantage as well, especially if it's a sales-based role, because from, from talking to some sales teams as well if you have a salesperson and they're missing you know if they're if they can't start for 10 or 15 days even you could be losing from opportunity cost an average between two and four thousand euros per day yeah so if you're if you're getting that 10 days back you could be saving 20 to forty thousand euros in kind of indirect costs then as well and how come the how come those guys who are referred can start the job sooner? Uh, well, it's generally it's because the per, the people are better fit for the company, so they get through the recruitment process faster. There's less screening needed. There's less handholding and less training needed. Um, if it's an internal referral, especially because uh, you know they have the warm introduction from people in, internally as well. It, it's all to do with having being a better fit for the job so if you're a better fit you generally need less training um, if the person knows the company then they're generally they work more efficiently and more effectively so that means that you're able to start sooner 
you need less training and uh, you get through the recruitment process a lot faster than if it was somebody who had to go through maybe more screening and um, and more tests as well. And also as well, uh, what areas do 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 you find there are the ones that easiest to easiest to recruit and hard to recruit? Yeah, so at the moment there's a couple of areas. There's um, obviously GDPR is a really hot topic, so it's it's difficult to find uh, data protection officers and GDPR specialists because I suppose there aren't a lot of them around as well. Um, data scientists seem to be a hot area as well as QA engineers. So um, like a lot of the jobs we get approached for are technology based. Um, kind of a I suppose. A, a side alley uh, approach we've had a couple of times as well has been in the hospitality sector. There's a shortage of uh, 600 chef jobs in Ireland at the moment. So that's a that was an interesting one we were approached about recently. Well, wow, because I, I wouldn't have thought that at all. Yeah, it's it's very surprising. I think uh, from what some people have told me, it's um, a lot of chefs are now working more in hotels rather than restaurants, and so that's leaving um, a gap in the market then for um, for general restaurants. And there's a lot more restaurants starting up now that I suppose there's a, a change in behaviour. People spending more on on food than perhaps on um, on retail. Yeah, and also tell us, tell us a bit about the IT sector in Cork. How is it at the moment? Is it kind of vibrant and busy? It is. It's it's thriving actually. So on um on a multinational level, you, we have companies coming in like McAfee and FireEye. Uh, FireEye, for example, are hiring three hundred jobs. You have McAfee who are doing similar numbers, and that's fantastic to see. You know the kind of growth and investment in the area. Um, then you have some of the indigenous companies. You have likes of Teamwork.com who are doing really well. They've they've just gone over the hundred employee mark. They're a cork based company, serving a global market, which is fantastic to see. Uh, we have Voxbro, of course. Voxbro being purchased this week um, for 150 million. So again, great to see another Irish company that's really expanded and grown very quickly. Uh, from Cork and uh, of course TrustDev then as well in the last few years. So there is a good kind of in- indigenous growth um, in on the SME sector. Um, in terms of tech startups and stuff then as well, when I started off in 2012, there weren't really that many options in terms of you know places to go and where, where places could work, uh, startups could work from. Whereas, uh, you know, you had obviously New Frontiers, you had uh, UCC's Ignite program, which are great. But now you can see things, we have things like the um, Teamwork.com, um, Teamwork Catalyst uh, Incubator, which we're in at the moment. Uh, the guys from Teamwork have been fantastic help. We have the uh, Bank of Ireland workbench in Patrick Street there. Uh, so Ita and the team there are also fantastic. You have Republic of Work. You have all these new options now for companies and for SMEs. And I think that as a result of that, we have a really good thriving economy, kind of local tech economy now. Um, There was a problem kind of identified a couple of years ago um, called the Digital Donut. So there was kind of a a lot of companies were working on the fringes of Cork. So you had Blackpool, you had up by the airport, but there wasn't really... Uh, as much activity happening in the centre, whereas now we have, with the likes of Workbench and, uh, of course, Republic of Work, you have a bit of a, 
a bit more culture and a bit more, uh, I suppose, IT um, activity happening as well. Yeah, because uh, last year I interviewed one of the guys from Teamwork, and uh, they seem to be going places. And when they introduced the place you're working in now, that little tech hub, I thought that was a brilliant idea. Yeah, absolutely. So I can I can tell you a little bit more about Teamwork Catalyst. So the what it is is it's, a, it's an incubator for software as a service companies. Uh, there's currently 14 businesses businesses in there, and it's really great because we can learn we learn from each other. We're all at different working at different I suppose paces and at different stages. Um, there's a nice little community of people as well in there, so we kind of share our trials and tribulations as we're going along as well. Um, the as as far as teamwork and the guys, they're fantastic. They if you need anything, you can email Peter or any of the guys, and um, you're you're connected to to people they might know. So for example, I'm I wouldn't say I'm a designer or anything. So if I need design help, I can I can email and uh, be contacted. Um, they also they also don't take any, you know, they don't take payment for anything. You don't have to pay for space. They don't take equity. So it's a, it's a very good kind of, uh, selfless thing that they're doing as well. It's really, um, it's really great. And, um, yeah, no, very thankful to the, to them as well. Because yeah, for me, when they tell me that they were going to be doing this, that to me said they're giving back to the community and, and making basic, because at the time they probably thought, well, the main tech hubs is probably in Dublin, maybe Galway, like Galway Met Tech in Dublin is, is the, uh, on a tech hub, wanted to have one in Cork for SAS, and I admire what they did. They, they did a brilliant job. Yeah, absolutely. They're 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 doing a great job altogether. Um, I think it's it's going to be a great. It is a great success because we. It's it's hard enough to find that many SAS companies, but already we have a good bunch of uh, fourteen companies there now. Um, there also there's also a network um, called SAS Network Ireland as well, which we're um, which we're a member of. That's um, it's kind of centered around it as well, or uh, evolved with it. And it's great to see initiatives like that forming for the software as a service community. It's it's, um, it's great because uh, it means now that, if, for example, if I wanted to speak to uh, one of the top executives in HubSpot, or one of the people who are in HubSpot, I, I have someone that I can I can approach because we have like an email list. If they want, they can see, they can get in touch with me if they want to ask me about recruitment. Um, so again, it's it's more kind of resources that are helping both I suppose the Cork IT community and the the Irish tech community, which is which is fantastic. Yeah, and are you going to SaaS talk in in September? Um, yes, I'm. I'm looking at that. You see, we're doing our beta launch on September seventh, so I'm going to. I'm going to have to probably see how uh, how how busy we're. We're going to be very very busy around that time. Tell us more about that about your beta launch. What's what the, what it involves and what's going to going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So on September seventh, we're doing a beta launch event in Bank of Ireland Workbench here in Cork, uh, between six and eight. So what we're what we're doing is we're inviting people, uh, professionals who want to refer first of all. So if you want to come in and learn how to um, be a better networker and how to uh, refer people on our platform, come along. It could could earn you a lot of money. Um, for example, uh, how referral works actually works for a refer is you see a job could be on LinkedIn where we have it posted. You could already log into our platform. 
And with every job, there's a bounty or there's a, a reward pool. So you might see, okay, 1,200 euros. Um, if your candidate gets the first round interview, they might make, uh, you might make 100 euros. You might, if they get the second round, 200 euros. If they're hired, you might make, I don't know, 700 euros in this case. Or it could be 1,000 euros. And that means that you've got payment all through the recruitment process from the beginning, so maybe a couple of weeks into it, to hire, which might be, of course, a couple of months' time afterwards. So we would encourage people who, especially if you have tech, pharma, or skilled job network, so if you're in that kind of sector, come along. We're going to have uh, food and um, uh, we're going to have a couple of uh, fun events on the night. Uh, like we're going to be doing some uh, a referrals competition. Uh, we're also doing a. We're also going to be doing a morning session for recruiters. So it's a morning uh, <clears throat> morning breakfast session. So if you want to learn how to how to use referrals effectively for your business, we're going to do a quick session on that, and of course talk a little about what we're doing. Um, the beta then itself, we're working with a couple of local companies who are looking for. Again, it's mainly tech jobs to start with. So. Uh, one job's a CTO role. We have a software developer front-end role. So we're going to be working with a couple of companies to begin with. Um, and after our beta, we have a couple of larger uh, corporations who actually, um, I suppose, pre-signed up that are very interested to work with us. So that's our kind of roadmap, really. Uh, we're going to be in beta for the next couple of months. And is the beta, is that basically an app or just, a, just your website been redesigned? Uh, yeah, we have a, at the moment we have a responsive web app and we're going to be launching our mobile app in, um, it's coming around November, December. Yeah. Um, so really as a recruiter, yeah, it's, you know, you have just about everything you need as well on the web app. Um, obviously as a referrer, it's going to be great to have the, your, the mobile app on the go as well. And is that going to be iOS and Android? Uh, yeah, absolutely. iOS and Android. That's good because I know right now... For no one asking me about Windows Phone. That's going. That's probably died to death. <laughs> yeah, Windows Phone doesn't seem to have really taken off or or anything. It seems to be all Android at the moment or iOS. Yeah, I think Microsoft dropped the ball. They had a chance years ago when they were when they were probably when the main guys in that area were doing doing that, and they suddenly they just lost it, threw it all away. Yeah. The um, I think recently though Microsoft have been moving more towards Android, so so some of their phones actually have Android on it, and some of them have Windows. So it's um, I think eventually they'll uh, I could be wrong here, but I think eventually they'll move more towards Android. Yeah, well, the moment Microsoft has come very more open source because I I was at a conference last year, and there was a guy that was uh, talking about some really deep level programming, and he was he was on his computer and he was using a Mac. And I said, "What?" He says, "Yeah, yeah, we're all open source now, and they've developed stuff that right now. If, if you're doing anything in the cloud, Azure has now been designed that you can use that, plug it in with, with a Mac, no problem at all, or, or uh, Linux. They don't really care what OS you're using, as long as you're using the, as long as you're using their product, they're, they're happy to go with that." Yeah, actually, the it's been very interesting to watch their transformation. Really, I think Satya Nadella has done a great job and maybe re um, reinvigorating Microsoft. Uh, I'll give you an example with Azure. We're using Microsoft Azure, yeah. and um, 
with Azure, you can like traditionally they probably would push more of the the Windows Server. Whereas now you can go in, you can create Linux boxes, you can do different open source things on top of what um, what their offerings are. And it's great to have the flexibility because I don't use .NET or any technology like that. I'm more of a JavaScript and PHP developer. Yeah. And it's um it's great to see that uh, transformation. Well, I guess that uh, the head of Microsoft now he more or less has seen that as he was once a coder, he he worked way up in the bottom, so he knows what people want, which helps. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's got a good strategic head on it as well. Like their um their move more towards cloud based services has uh is really you can really see their their stock price going up in the last couple of years, which is um good to see. Yeah, because I remember I was in college a few years ago doing a collective computing course. In one of our classes, we had to deploy a product to the cloud, and we were doing it on Azure, and Azure was charging you per instance, and it was so expensive, whereas nowadays you can go uh, use Azure for next to nothing. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're on the Microsoft BizSpark program as well, uh, where if you're a startup, you can you get a certain amount of credits, So the um, it's, which has been fantastic. So, for example, we get a couple hundred euros in credits a month, and it doesn't cost you anything. So, as a tech startup, that's great. They're they're also very helpful. So we've we've met Microsoft on at some events, and uh, they're the DX Ireland team are great. Marion and the team are very helpful. So I'd I'd recommend anyone that um that is starting a platform that to, to have a chat with them if you're if, if you're looking at that at Azure. Yeah, and if any, anything else you add as well to the podcast, any other thoughts or uh, points? Yeah. So if I suppose. Um, Lastly, what, I, what I'd say to just a couple of tips really for companies, I'd say that I recommend that they look at their recruitment process. If you're spending days and weeks going through hundreds of applications and you know, you're finding a lot of them aren't relevant, then you probably need to look at your platforms and the recruitment mode you're using. For example, you know, if, you're putting in a refer- if you put in a referral program, you can actually re- greatly reduce the time and money and energy spent finding and screening people. Um, so that can, just to give you an example of that, if you have, if you're hiring for three, three roles, three positions, and the average salary is 50,000 euros, and uh, you could save with us 30 hours on pre-screening candidates, and approximately 19,500 uh, euros in costs, which, which, is, which isn't uh, insignificant really. Uh, of course, you have the opportunity costs as well. So people starting earlier, uh, especially in sales roles where you could earn, uh, obviously they can earn their commissions faster. Yeah. Referred people say up to five year, up to uh, sorry, fifty percent longer over five years. Um, so then for job seekers, kind of tips I give then is you know your LinkedIn is always your LinkedIn profile is vital. It's really important. So make sure you have a sharp and professional profile. You'll be amazed how many um, people approach us uh, as job seekers as well, kind of going, look, um, we're looking for a job. They send on a CV or they send on their LinkedIn profiles and straight away we kind of go, look, you need to look at your profile. Um, so really it should be high quality, no distracting backgrounds. Your job title should be descriptive. So rather than saying sales manager, should be like sales and man, sales manager Maya for product X, just as an example. Yeah. Um, other than that, 
So I'd encourage any recruiters, please uh, feel feel welcome to uh, get in contact. You can email us at info at referral.works. Um, and we'd be happy to either give you a demo or meet for coffee in Cork or Dublin. If you're a referrer, join us on our session on September 7th in Workbench in Cork. Or, of course, you can join You can join for free. It's free for anyone to join at the moment on Referral.Works. So you can join. It takes you about two, three minutes. We create your profile from your LinkedIn profile. And you'll be, you'll be told and uh, given any suggested jobs for that. All right. Thanks so much for that, Kieran, and, and good luck with the launch. It'll be launched in September, and I hope to hear from you guys real soon. Take care. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks. very much. Cheers. Thanks, Bernard. Bye.